everyone, welcome to the Flexing Physio podcast. This podcast is aimed for physios, whether you are a student or already qualified and working in the big bad world. On this podcast, we will be giving real world advice about everything physiotherapy. We will be having a bunch of special guests. And most of all, we'll be having lots of fun banter. My name is Dan Chang and I'm a physio working in a private practice here in Tamworth and I'll be your host. Now, let's get into this episode. Alright Danielle, so this is um, another episode from the Flexing Physio, which you are so blessed to be a part of. Um, now, I wanted to understand your perce- your perspective on how you applied for your new grad position at Tamworth Base Hospital. Mm-hmm. Tell me about how you the the rough outline of how you did it. Any challenges? Take it away. Yeah. Um. So just speaking broadly in terms of applying for a job through New South Wales Health, um, pretty much the jobs get advertised. Um. So you just need to keep regularly looking on the job site. Um. Can sign up to get emails so to know when new jobs um are open. And then basically it's just answering a bunch of selection criteria questions, um, which can be quite in-depth and a little bit time-consuming, but you want to make sure that you answer them quite well. Um, From what I've heard from employers, they're looking for things like making sure they're grammatically correct, that they're actually answering. Seriously? Mm. I did not know that. Um, Actually answering the whole question. Um, providing lots of examples in it as well of your experiences. And then usually from there, from completing the application process, um, you'd attach like a cover letter and a resume and then submit that through by the closing date. And then if you're lucky enough, you'll be contacted for an interview. Wow, okay. Yeah. I remember when when you guys were all applying for public jobs Mm. and going through all your selection criteria Mm. and spending hours just mm. writing them i was probably watching married at first sight or something like that because yeah. i never applied for public because i never wanted um to to go there so yeah. yeah looking at i don't envy how much stress <laughs> you guys went to so overall was it quite a stressful situation yeah it was quite stressful because i think sure. by the time jobs were coming out we were probably also in our last block of placement yeah. so it was just a lot going on stress hey yeah i heard stress. i think um i remember you telling me that you received an interview while while you were in Cambodia or Vietnam doing a placement? Uh, yes, I was, I was in Thailand. Was that for placement or for holiday? No, for holiday. Far out. So where, where were you when you were doing your work interview? Um, so I was just in the apartment. Yep. Kept it very professional. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I wouldn't be surprised if you were lying on the beach somewhere with, you know, pina colada talking about why you'd be the most suitable next candidate. That was where I was after the interview. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, okay, so that's that sounds that's very clear outline. Mm. Um, were there any big challenges that you face other than selection criteria? Um, I think the initial thing was kind of knowing what to actually write and how much to write, um, which we were fortunate enough to get um, a bit of help through the uni. Yep. Um, the other thing was that the job applications probably sprung upon me. Um, mm. So I think they were being advertised maybe back in July, and we just July weren't quite ready at that of point your, like of the, the last year, right? Yeah. Um, so didn't 
really have like my resume ready to go. Um, yeah. yeah. You'd have to be super on board or yeah. super on the ball yeah. to have your resume ready by July. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and doing like the actual, the written process is, from what I've heard anyway, is very highly important because yep. that's then what they'll determine who will get the interviews. Okay. Mm. Radio. Um, do you have any uh, things you wish someone told you before you were applying for work? Any tips or any gems? Um, I think being organised, so getting your resume done early um, and working on it, proofreading it. Um, also, there is like kind of some generic questions that you could probably start to plan. Um, what was the question? Uh, any <laughs> tips or gems that you'd give someone applying for work? Um, and then I think going into the interview process confident, which is something that I can not say that I am at the moment, but it's not that. I, I reckon we could have a whole nother podcast just on interview. Yeah. So be confident. Yeah. Easy. It's like yeah. telling someone depressed to not be sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Now that's really helpful. Um, another question I'd like to ask is when you actually start work, so you've already got the job, you're already working, you know, a couple months in, what's so what what did your first um let's say what did your first two weeks or three weeks look like in your job um pretty much like um like straight into it but also with a lot of support that you needed um but I was rotating through ICU and the surgical wards the first rotation I was lucky enough to have already done a placement in those areas so I was a little bit familiar but again it's very different to being a student Yep. to being actually working there as a physio. Because you're actually expected to make difference mm. or to know your stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, pretty much, yeah, straight into it. Yeah. Now, um, have you, been, now that you've been out three years, two years? Two years. Two years. How, how long have we been graduated, Deb? Uh, two years. That's <laughs> right. Sorry. It feels like, I feel so old sometimes. Um, have you had the chance or opportunity to supervise any students? Um, not like, Personally, no, yep. but there's definitely been students that have been on the rotations that I have been that the seniors have taken and like sometimes you'll help out a little bit, supervise, but no, I haven't actually had my own oh, students. Okay. So not someone you've had to grade? No. Yeah, because I could imagine you to be like the worst supervisor ever. <laughs> As a not, not dumb, I mean like mean. I just imagine you to be so mean and brutal. <laughs> Like, All right, we're we'll talking about right now. <laughs> like embarrass the student right in front of all the specialists. Hey, <laughs> nah, just kidding. You'd be the <laughs> nicest, literally. What are you thinking here? <laughs> um, okay, and so 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 lots of support, but you kind of just mm. hit the ground running. Yeah, yeah. So if you didn't, if there was a patient that you had no idea what to do, mm. what would you do then? Um, I think get a very good story. Like going back, this is obviously very hospital based, but um like read the notes thoroughly, have a chat to any of the team involved, the nurses, kind of have a draft plan. And then if you still had no idea, then go and chat to the seniors. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. Are the seniors that you're working with at yeah. the moment, are they um, are they quite approachable, happy to answer any questions that you have? Yeah, always. Fantastic. Yep. That's so helpful <laughs> to have <laughs> seniors that are approachable. Um, I think the last thing you want is someone who is not approachable and tells you to... F off if you've got questions. <laughs> so I'm happy for you that in that case. Um, now, working for my experience is a total kick in the face, I reckon, in terms of stress. When mm. we were students, I feel that 
when you finish your work day, that's it. You can go home, relax, or unless you have you had exams. But when I started work, I often would go home and mull over the the errors that I made that day. Oh, why did I, why did I um push her? No, I'm just kidding. I didn't push anyone over. Like why why did I not test this? Why did I not ask this question? And I just beat myself up for everything. Partly because I think that I'm qualified now. I should know my my stuff. Um, how do you cope with? Like, did you have, did you have that? Oh yeah. I think like the first couple of weeks that you started, you just exhausted as well. Yeah. Um, so like I definitely went home and napped a few afternoons. Amazing. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there is always like that constant, like replaying your mind as to thinking about patients and, yeah. you know, like what if you've done something and that's changed their whole outcome. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just really important to have a support network in place. Um, so at work, like debriefing with other colleagues if you're not really quite sure to ask questions so that you know that you've got that reassurance. Mm. Um, yeah. Have you, um, thinking back to your new grad, even your second year, have you made any big mistakes? Um, not. <laughs> no, I'm perfect, she says. <laughs> um, I think, like, not um, that there have been, like, huge, like, life-threatening errors, but mm. maybe just... You know, like not making referrals early enough or like not getting the right people involved sooner. Um, but nothing major that I yeah. can No, that's good. Think. I mean, but that's the answer <laughs> I was kind of hoping for. Yeah. I was hoping you wouldn't come, you know, throw some bus at me and say, so. yeah, exactly. No, that, that, I think that's fair. And I think physiotherapy as a general uh, job, it's quite a low risk job. It's very difficult to squat someone to death. Um, I think in would you agree with that? Uh, I mean, there's definitely in the hospital system, like ICU and things like that. Then oh, okay, I take it back. In yeah, terms there's, of there's ICU physios, it's completely different. Some ball post ops, you've definitely got to look through and make sure that it is actually safe to do things with them. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, from from a um, private practice experience, um, people who usually walk in can usually walk back out. So they're usually 98% of the time pretty low risk. But mm. in the hospitals, a completely different setting because mm. people you deal with are, can be quite sick and ill. Mm, very true. Mm. Um, now, this is a question that I was a bit curious in. So I never went into the public system. Um, but I have heard that sometimes you need to wipe some ass. Is that true? <laughs> um. Yeah, look, I think that has... I've had to do that on a couple of have occasions. You? Oh, yeah. my goodness. Sometimes it's just quicker. <laughs> like yeah. They're waiting for someone else or... But it's not something that I do regularly. No. It's just been once or twice. No, definitely uh, <laughs> not something that uh, we were we were briefed on. Not what I went to uni for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's very interesting for me to know. And this is the number one reason why I didn't go into public. Working with like the medical teams and other allied health professions, I think a lot of it you do learn on the job. Yeah. But you've got the basis there from uni. Yeah. Back yourself. Sense. Yeah. Back yourself. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to touch on the what you said before about having the medical team there. Mm. From a private practice perspective, you don't have the team there. You just have yourself. Yeah. And to make referrals, you need to write letters back and forth to the GP, get them to make... It's a bit more tedious. Mm. Um, what's your experience been in terms of working with orthopedic surgeons, uh, nurses, OTs? What's your experience there? Yeah, mostly like all positive things. Like if we need... 
um, like if we've got a patient and wanting like an orthopedic review, depending on like what team that they're under, like you get them to make the referral or we would make the referral ourselves. Um, But generally there is um, like the interns and someone that you can just page and then get them to flag. Yeah. That's really yeah. seems like a real a faster process. Yeah, yeah. No, I think the hospital is very much a team approach. Fantastic. From my experience. How often do you guys have meetings? Uh, so we have daily rounds. Daily daily meetings, daily yeah. debriefs. Yeah, yeah. mostly um, we have it with the nurses and allied allied health. Yeah. Um, to kind of plan the patients. Sure. Um, but then on other wards, like the medical teams and orthopedic teams, will come as well. Yeah. That's good. It just makes so much sense to meet regularly. Hmm. Like if you think of sports teams, they catch up at least twice a week to train, to learn how to work together. So it makes, and, and their goal is to try to win a, win a game, win their match. Whereas we're trying to save someone's life or you know improve someone's quality of life. So it just makes so much more sense to hmm. catch up more regularly. Yeah. Hmm, very good. Well, thank you again, Danielle, <laughs> for joining me on this lovely podcast. No worries. And um, we wish you all the best. This is your third year out. It is, yes. This time has flown. Good, good. Um, and you're currently in the ICU ward. At the moment, yes. Aren't you? Yep. Yep. All right. Well, thank you again. And we'll catch you in, in the next episode. Bye, mm-hmm. guys. Bye.